0: The coming of the Lord. Advent means coming. And there's three comings that we honor, we notice. The first is, our readings today, we hear of how the Lord will come. And so we kind of put ourselves in the place of the Jewish people, waiting for the Messiah to come we who have received Jesus, we're looking for the time of Jesus will come again. The the, the Lord is going to come. Could be today. Probably not. I hope it's not today. I mean, it could be today. Lord, I'm not saying I don't want it to be today. I'm just saying. Still got things to do. Um, So there's, there's a, the Lord will come. There's also an an aspect of Advent of the Lord has come. And and in a particular way, we transition to that on December 17th, where we look at the Lord's first coming, that the Lord has come. What does that mean for us? That's what we typically think about with Advent, right? We think of Christmas, like, oh, the Lord has come. It's true. So that's the second one. The Lord will come. The Lord has come. There's kind of a, a middle one, too, is the Lord is come. So you have future, past, and kind of a present tense. That the Lord is here. That I don't have to just wait until Christ comes again to be with him. That I can already live in relationship and in his peace and a confidence. It's a confidence that allows us to, as Jesus says, to stand ready, to stand erect and raise our heads because our redemption is at hand. Because we, we know the Lord who's coming, and so when He comes, we can be ready to welcome Him. It's like maybe you experienced that with the holidays here in the last few days, that where there are people coming to your home, where there are people you are waiting to see, and there's an expectation, there's a, a hope, there's a joyfulness. I know my, my family and the family text, we all have one of those, right? So they said, uh, maybe, should we do Zoom this year? And, and they said, what do you guys think? What do you guys want? And I was like, well, I want to see everybody in person. That doesn't mean you have to come, but that's what I want, because I want to see you. And I can drive all around and try to see you all, but why don't we come and gather together? And so there's a, there's a hopefulness, there's an expectation of the Lord coming... Because we already know him now. And so maybe if we're, if we're not looking forward to that great hope, if, it, if we think about God coming and we don't feel joy, that means there's probably some work for us to do now. And maybe a little bit like for students, when you think about finals coming in the next week and a half, right? It, for some of us, it's like, all right, let's get it done and go home for Christmas. But for other people, it's like, I am not ready. Um, it's a very stressful, anxiety-filled time filled time. But we can be ready for that. Like We know the Lord's coming. We know that at, there will be a final day. And that's a good thing. Recently, I was talking to a priest, and he was sharing with me about a, a visit he had um, to anoint someone at home. And he said, there's nothing that makes me feel more like a priest than anointing someone, than going to hear their confession and bringing them communion and, and preparing them for death. And it, it is interesting, though, because a lot of the calls we get as priests, it, it's interesting. We go to visit these people, and a lot of times we don't know them. It, I mean, it's nice we know them and whatnot, but a lot of times we don't. And we're like, hi, I'm your pastor? Like... um. And, but it's it's good that people are calling because they're thinking, oh, my family member is going to die here soon, and so we want them to be ready to meet the Lord, so now we're going to call. And it's just interesting because we don't, we don't have to wait to the last minute because we don't really know when that day will call us. And he, he kind of just pointed out he was doing the prayers, and he's like, I didn't really know them, and... I think it had been a while because I said, the Lord be with you, and she said, and also with you, um, which is kind of a new little litmus test. It's like, we changed those words 10 years ago. Um, so I hope it hasn't been 10 years for her, but maybe she just. But we don't have to wait. We can be ready now and look with with expectation and and hope. And it's it's for all of us. I know... You know, for priests, we're supposed to have our will and our like power of attorney and all that, our, our funeral preparations, all that stuff we're supposed to have on file with the bishop's office because I don't really have a spouse. And as much as Father Will likes me, um, <laughs> he doesn't want to have to be going through all my stuff and figuring it out after I, you know... But we can be ready. I know my mom, she has a, a few years ago, she and my dad met with a a Catholic estate planning attorney and there's a binder on the, the bookshelf in the hallway. She says, this is, this is where all our information is. And it's actually really beautiful and liberating. Like she can just enjoy life. She doesn't have to worry about, oh, I have to tell my kids this, but like in that binder is all the funeral plans the power of attorney, the will, where all the different resources and assets are and what, what should be done with them, that, that it's all together. And that now she can just live life. Well, in a similar way, when you and I, when we're right with the Lord, we can just enjoy life. That every day you and I have between now and when the Lord comes again, it's, it's gravy. It's another joy to, another day to enjoy life to the full. And so what can we do to be ready for that? One thing we can do is to go to confession. That's why you know, typically there's a penance service sometime during Advent. And so to go to confession before Christmas. I, I suggest to students and people, I say it's good to go to confession about once a month, unless we're conscious of grave sin, then we, then we should go more often when, when that happens. But then we're always ready. Like some people go to confession right before a big trip, before they travel, which I think is a great practice, but then we're just ready. We're just, we're always ready and we're at peace. I don't want to see you, I don't want to see you face to face today, Lord, but if I do, like that'll be a good thing and and I'm ready. There's maybe bigger steps for some people. For some people, the next maybe perhaps uncomfortable step would be to start the annulment process if that's needed. Or if we're living in a if we're in a relationship, to, to seek to live chastity in that relationship, or to pursue getting married in the church, or maybe just to pursue a relationship with God at all. That if 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 Mass is the one time that we have Scripture in our lives, then why don't we open up the Bible more often in the week? If Mass is the one time that we pray in the week. Like, God is there the whole week. God wants to be with us not just in some moments, but in every moment. And so Advent becomes that, that time, that kind of reminder that the Lord is coming. And that's a good thing. And you and I, we can, we can stand ready. We don't know how much time we have. But today is the best time to take the next step to be ready because the Lord is coming.